0: There are very few things that are more empowering than breastfeeding and nurturing your child. There are also very few things that are more challenging and frustrating and emotionally draining than going on a bumpy and painful breastfeeding journey. Today we drop the cover for a revealing conversation with entrepreneur, mama of three, and creator of The Little Milk Bar, Lindsay. She will also share her passion that drove her mission to empower mothers everywhere to feed their baby when and where they're hungry, however they feel most comfortable. We read the books, we bought the things, we thought we were ready, and then life took our plans and changed
1: them. I'm Karen. I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, We're we're actually pretty different.
0: And that's totally okay, because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments.
1: Hello, Pamela. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, I'm excited for this guest because I recently have been having these weird dreams where I'm pregnant again and I have a baby again and I'm going to be, I don't want to say a cow, I know I hate when I say this, but for some reason, if I'm ever blessed with another baby and with that journey again... I am, again, obsessing with being able Here's to press the, You
0: never let lead. go of this, I this never, thing. I so never. this is
1: a huge deal for context. And if
0: anyone who, <laughs> who is like, if this is your first episode or first time you're listening to this, Pamela is forever obsessed and frustrated with the fact that she wasn't able to nurse longer than she did and and everything. This is a huge deal for her. So for moms who know this know now we're going to speak to an expert a friend of mine actually she's pregnant and I recommended the podcast to her and I realized that I had to like go to like earlier episodes because she was like you guys are like way ahead now and I'm just starting this journey so I feel like for people who are expecting now, or maybe expecting again after, you know, maybe a long stretch of time between your previous child, this episode will be all about breastfeeding
1: and that journey and things you can learn. And there's um, so much to learn. I feel like... So much. I regret, and I before we get to our guests, I regret not preparing enough before and actually not knowing how much more I could actually prepare, right? Because yeah. some people are like, oh, you'll figure it out or like, you got this, it's just going to happen, you just gonna latch him on and you know there it is and i
0: took a class it's gonna though. happen yeah I took, like, I took like a 20 minute online course
1: it's, you know i was like okay i got this perfect no n- now that you know mm-hmm. post <laughs> now we have better experience, yeah, have better experience okay. and- let's get into our motherish moment first
0: though okay Go you ahead. ready me the second it turns september i you know the pumpkin vibes just like flow out of me i love this time of year it's my favorite time of year everybody knows this but I was so excited because I went to Trader Joe's with Victoria yesterday. My poor child. I am like torturing her to love fall the same way I do. So I bought her a calendar and I explained like, you know, this is like the best season of the year. I took her to Trader Joe's. We, I found the pumpkin cream cheese, which I really love, found it and I was so excited. And I made her try it, and she's like, mmm, it's so good. And I swear, the second she was like, it was so good, a part of me was like, dear, yes. And Juan is looking at me like, what are you doing to her? Why are you trying to like create another monster? We already have you in this household. We don't need two of them. But you know what? She's here for it. And I know that she's naturally inclined to feel all these things that I feel because there's like four different Halloween costumes that she wants to have. And I I fully support this journey for her.
1: I so. already ordered. By the way, breaking news, I ordered first Halloween costume for Ford. Can <laughs> I say it? Did I say it? Yeah, you should you know. reveal it. Yeah. So I'm so taking advantage of the fact that he doesn't ask me. Like at some point I'm imagining <laughs> boys want to be superheroes and all that. You know, so I was like, you know what? Until he wants, tells me what he wants, I'm going to. Use him as an accessory to my costume. Oh my I'm kidding. kidding. So <laughs> She's not kidding. I've always wanted to be Tinkerbell. I've never been Tinkerbell ever. So he's going to be Peter Pan. Love, love. Right? First okay. costume. Okay. So my motherish moment this week, there's two actually. One is we started the potty training process. So he's walking around the house with his little underwear, no diaper. Hates when he like has an accident and mm-hmm. he's like very uncomfortable, which is great. And I think it's just so cute how he... um. I don't. Know, I just love him with no diaper, but at the same time, like oh my god, he's not a baby, but he looks so cute with like his little underwear and like mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just cute. And it's been so far so good, but then I'm so lazy on the weekends when you have I to take be him so out. Consistent. I know, no. I know, oh I god, know. So I don't even you. know if it's worth like what I'm doing, if it's working, if it's not. If you're not being consistent on the weekend, then no. I you're, know. You're so yourself. it's like we do great during the week, and then comes the weekend, and it's like reset. That's one thing. So, I'm gonna have to get more advice and actually get serious about it, I think, right now. Just more it's like, a oh, yeah, I'm me like, testing like, the waters, no, I'm doing the thing.
0: Pull the band aid, yeah, and you go. All I'm in. not there
1: yet. I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> and the second thing is that Lily, he hates being in his car seat. I never went through the whole, oh, fighting, wrestling him into the car seat. He's fine. Now he is like, last time I parked, got him off the car, and I'm like, I'm not going, forget it. <laughs> to that point, because he's such a strong boy. And he refuses to sit in the car seat now. Oh, another time, which mistake I made, my mom was in the car. I go, mom, just, you know what, sit in the back and just hold him. (gasps) I know. We were going down the street. It's horrible. I know. I know. But I don't know what to do. Like, I've heard about this. He cries. He fights it. He is going through this. I don't want to sit in my car seat because I don't know if it was like the trip in Europe where he got used to looking at the window in the ubers with no car seat but i need to find a solution immediately because we can't go anywhere i don't have a solution for you
0: all i can share is extremely desperate things that i've done like victoria didn't want to get into her car she still does this sometimes but i was so upset that i picked her up and i walked over to a parked police car that was in my neighborhood and i was like sir (laughs) i'm like she doesn't want to get into the car seat can you please talk to her about this and the guy was like Clearly he had no children. Clearly did not realize like desperate parent here. And so he was like, Oh, uh, okay. oh, God. Bueno, he did pero, not he didn't pero get the memo. Te yeah. tienes que sentar en tu silla. And and I was like, You're not you're not delivering. Like, I need you to be like this is the law, whatever. So you she- You know what, there's a cop really in work. his
1: school, so I'm gonna, me pull the if, same card. If he's, in,
0: if he's in uniform- Yeah, he's in uniform
1: in a, yeah, we, we, the, the school just hired a policeman. <laughs> All right, Lindsay, okay. what about your motherish moments?
0: Oh my gosh, there's been
2: so many motherish moments this week, it's been crazy. My son started kindergarten and he takes the school bus and he goes with my older daughter, she's 10, my daughter Allie's 10 and my son is five. And they do the school bus together every day. So he feels safe, he feels comfortable, he's got big sis with him, but she joined choir. So on Thursday, she goes to school early, but we still were taking my son Coda to the bus stop and he was so anxious, so nervous to get on the bus stop without big sis, even though we had all of our neighbors there with him that he's used to going with. And he did not want to go and I'm like, I have to get to work, (laughs) you need to get on the bus. And he's just like, but I'm just nervous. And I'm like, bud, you are so grown up. Look, you're in kindergarten, you have a backpack, you get to take the school bus. And he's like really upset, but I felt proud cause I like talked him into it. <laughs> I'm like, you're so big, you're so brave, you're independent, like you are just doing great. And he's like, okay, I got this mom. Or he takes the bus to school. And I'm nervous too though, thinking does he know where to go when uh-huh. he gets off? So I ran up to the school really quickly cause my daughter, forgot some homework, so I went and dropped it off, and I'm like, oh, I'll check on him to make sure he's in the kindergarten area. And I get there, and he's not there. Oh my God. And I'm like, oh my gosh, where is my son? Now I feel like an awful mom that I made him go on the bus by himself, but he was just around the corner playing on the slide,
1: so. (laughs) So let's welcome Lindsay. She is the genius and creator behind The Little Milk Bar. I was just going through the page and I honestly want to buy everything. I'm not even breastfeeding, but I, like the, I want... The latest tank top thing, I, know. I this, was This like- is so you, Pamela,
0: you need... <laughs> I told her, I was like, you would rock this and like with your boobs all like, you know. So why don't we
1: start with your journey? Like where was the idea born? I know you share an anecdote that I think is, is important to share because, you know, sometimes those moments in the middle of the madness that it is, the breastfeeding and being with a newborn, those to really trigger some good things and bad things and I think in this case in your scenario I think it triggers something very positive which was like the creation of this
2: like I said I have my daughter Ali who's 10 and my son Koda who's 5 when I had Ali I knew I wanted to breastfeed I didn't know very much about it I didn't know anybody that breastfed I'm the youngest in my family so my mom didn't breastfeed like there was no education there whatsoever so when I had her I just remember, you know how it is, after you have the baby, your postpartum, your emotions and hormones are just all over the place. You feel alone, you feel isolated, and breastfeeding made that 10 times worse for me. I did not enjoy my breastfeeding experience with her. I would hide all the time. You know, you never get out of the house, and the one time your friend invites you to a barbecue, you're like, awesome, I'm going, you know, we're gonna pack the baby, we're gonna do this. And then we get there and she's hungry and so then I go into a private room to feed her and by the time she's done, she was a very slow eater, I swear it was like an hour before she was done. By the time we were done, we'd get out and I'd be like, yes, I get to, you know, hang out with my friends and have adult conversations and then it would be time to go. And I'm like, well, that was crappy. (laughs) So I felt like just isolated all of the time and I would schedule my whole day around her feeding schedule. Even if I had errands to run, it would be, I'm gonna feed her and then we'll go or whatever. I didn't enjoy it, I couldn't wait to be done feeding her. So when I got pregnant with my son Koda, I made a promise to myself that I would be more confident with it and not treat it as a nuisance and think of it as something that I get to do and just have more confidence in myself to be able to say, oh, I don't have to schedule my whole day around this. Oh, I don't have to go to that private room and feed. And so the moment that I made that decision when I was pregnant and we had him, it completely changed my world. Like I I did not know how much of it was just mindset for me. And so when we had him and I was on my breastfeeding journey, I don't ever look back and think I felt alone. I don't remember ever being isolated. If we were going to a restaurant, I wouldn't leave the table and go feed in the car. I would just continue on my conversation right there at the table with my family and enjoy my time while I fed him. And I'm like, why didn't I just do that before? You know, if I just even had one friend that told me like, hey, it's okay to do that. You don't have to leave the table. It's fine. We don't mind. It would have changed everything for me. And so I was at a wedding and my mom came over to me when I was feeding him. And she said, Lindsay, do you really think you should be doing that here? Maybe you should go to the bathroom and do that. And I just looked at her and I'm like, what? (laughs) I remember thinking if she had said this to me five years ago with Ali, I would have been mortified. Mm -hmm. I would have gotten right up and went to the bathroom in tears and been embarrassed and went and fed her in the bathroom. But I was so thankful this time I had more confidence and instead I just said, no thanks, we're comfortable where we're at. On my drive home from that wedding, I remember turning to my husband and thinking, you know, what? I want to be that best friend for everyone. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I'm (laughs) like, But I just wanna be that best friend for everybody who tells them, it's okay, you can feed here, you don't have to go to the bathroom. Like everybody just needs someone to give them permission sometimes and or tell them that it's okay. So I'm like, I wanna start a brand that gears towards breastfeeding moms to make them feel proud of what they're doing instead of embarrassed about it. So I went home, I like wrote down all my notes and I'm like, this is what we're gonna do and yeah, I, just, I released a shirt called and it has Milkmaker on it and it sold out. So I'm like, you know what? The world really needs this and parents need this. Mothers need this. And the amount of DMs we got from moms saying like, wow, your post gave me the confidence to breastfeed in public for the first time today because I saw that you could do that. And I'm like, there, if I can help change one mom's breastfeeding journey, then we did it.
0: So I ran into your Instagram account when I was... I was never able to really nurse Victoria, but I ended up doing exclusive pumping for about six months. And I remember like running into your account and there was like comments. like at some point through your account, there was this kind of notion of that. And it was the first time that I actually read this around how like, even if you are pumping, you are still a breastfeeding mom. And I never, I always felt like, oh, I'm not good enough because I'm pumping or whatever. And I felt just overall like very much accepted by the community that you created. Um, and it was such a, a reassuring thing for me at a time where I was feeling really like not good enough in so many levels, particularly in that area. That makes me so happy to hear that. I love that. I was so nervous about what I was doing and I would definitely like, I pumped in the car. I mean, I, I was constantly like, nothing's <laughs> happening here. <laughs> I loved everything that your community was giving across to everyone. I also think specifically around breastfeeding, your account has taught me so many things about Things that you wouldn't normally know around like the benefits of breastfeeding. I would love it if you could share just kind of like your top five favorite reasons of why you think this journey is, you know, so valuable.
2: Okay. Well, first of all, I just have to say pumping mothers. You guys are the real queens exclusively (laughs) pumping because that is a lot of work. You guys are amazing. And yes, pumping is breastfeeding. And I think a lot of people don't think of it that way. Um, But okay. Tips. You guys kind of touched on this earlier is you didn't realize how much you didn't know until you started the process of your breastfeeding journey. So I always like tell new moms, new parents that look into taking a breastfeeding course even while you're pregnant and you're not in the thick of it yet. That's gonna help give you a good head start and make you realize that There's so many obstacles that you could run into. I think there's this misconception that breastfeeding is natural, so the baby will pop out and latch right on. But it may be natural, but it doesn't come naturally to mom and baby. It's something that needs to be learned between both of you. And so a class is just so, so, so important. The other thing is a lot of women talk about how it hurts to breastfeed in the beginning. And while breastfeeding can hurt, especially in those first few you know, weeks, months, or when they latch for those first 30 seconds, you can feel a little ouch. And then it should calm away. If you're feeling pain continuously, like go see a lactation consultant. And most people don't know, but lactation consultants are mostly covered by your insurance. Mm -hmm. So don't be scared about that added on cost. Your insurance should be able to cover that for you. And a lot of the times lactation consultants will come to your home. So you don't have to, you know, rush out of your house and go. So that's just another quick tip that people don't really realize there. Um, Another tip is, Um, to know that it's your legal right to breastfeed in public. So many women are so terrified of that or they just don't know that they can. And the moment you realize that it's your legal right to, then there's really no reason for you to leave unless that's what makes you feel most comfortable. That's another tip, feed however makes you feel most comfortable. If you have a cover and that makes you feel comfortable, use a cover. If you're comfortable without a cover, feed without a cover. If you feel comfortable leaving the table and going to your car, Go to your car and feed your baby because you don't want to feel tense. Yeah. You don't want your baby to feel tense. You want to be relaxed and enjoy that process and not feel like you have to do something because everybody else is.
0: Oh, I got another
2: tip. I hear a lot of the times that um, like my baby feeds all the time and I just want everybody to know it's normal for your baby to feed all the time. It's normal for your baby to feed... Every few hours, there's no baby that's the same. And just because Jessica down the street or Susan that you follow on Instagram, their baby feeds on this strict schedule every two hours and yours doesn't, please don't ever compare your feeding journey with anybody else's because it is always specific to mom and baby. And there's never one right
0: way. Triggered, triggered, (laughs) triggered party of one. (laughs) Because I remember everyone like being like the schedule and schedule and schedule, put your baby on a schedule, da, da, da. And Victoria, like to this day, has never had more than three ounces of milk at once. She's a grazer forever. She's a like snacker. And I remember going to the pediatrician being like, I know I'm supposed to be giving her like, I don't know, maybe six ounces or something. And she won't take it. And I'm like, drink it. And like the pediatrician was like, No, some people like to snack all day. And I'm like, my husband, my husband likes to snack all day. Um, But yeah, that's such a valuable one.
2: Just like we do, you know, sometimes we snack here and there. And sometimes we eat full meals. Babies are the same. And when you do go to your pediatrician, I heard this recently too, On the growth chart, people will start to get worried because your breastfed baby is low on the weight. But it's important for you to ask your pediatrician to compare the growth chart with breastfeeding pumping babies, because I guess it's different than formula babies too. So sometimes that makes a difference and helps you get some ease of mind too. But yeah, people are grazers, babies are grazers. They just want a little suck here and there. Dicen que traigo la suerte a todo el
0: que está a mi lado. There's also some mind-blowing facts about breastfeeding. This is the science category, which you love so much. Um, but like, there was one that you shared on your Instagram account that was the one that drove me to like initially want when I learned about it in the lactation course that I went to, which is around how when you actually nurse your child, there's an exchange of fluids that... Basically, if your child is like coming up Mm. with something or getting sick, your body will know that. And and, develop whatever
1: your child needs. Yes, like
0: by the next feed, it'll be delivering the thing your baby needs. And that to me is just like the emoji with the brain is just like, what?
2: Isn't that crazy? Like how crazy our bodies are. Like how, like I remember the first time I heard that too, and I was like, oh my gosh, wow, Like, how does my body do that? I don't even try to do that. It just happens. Or even when mom is sick, your body recognizes that you're sick and develops antibodies for your milk to help protect your baby. So your baby doesn't get sick from mom. Isn't that nuts too?
1: I'm obsessed with this whole process. I was fascinated by the whole thing. And that's what my dream was to just only breastfeed my child. I remember like crying the day that I had to sign for them to be able to give him formula in the NICU. So my the baby was in the NICU for a few days. At the beginning of the pandemic, they were still trying to figure out everything that was going on. And, you know, when I could hold my baby, when I can't hold my baby, it was like a, a lot of confusion in the hospital. And it was a very, you know, difficult and kind of like confusing period and season for us. I also think it's important though to remind those moms who are struggling you know because I feel like at least in my case like I wanted to breastfeed so badly and I wanted to only breastfeed for such a long time that when I was not able to do it it was very emotionally like draining for me and I think a lot of moms now struggle like you know like if they see a milk maker they're like well I want to be a milk maker but I just I, I can't so kind of just like maybe it's just some words of encouragement too for those moms who are maybe past that season and they were not able to do it and they're still kind of like accepting the fact that
0: (laughs) she (laughs) wants work she's she's like can you say something for me but having said that I
1: enjoy breastfeeding so much like the the times that my baby would Mm latch and those moments and every time I got to breastfeed it was beautiful for me like I wanted to just do it more and more and more like it was never painful for me it was everything I felt beautiful when I did it I honestly felt like Madonna, you know, just holding my child, and he was great, and he was he just stayed hungry. So I would just give him formula after that, or I would combine them, you know, I would do a combination of both. But I just feel like there's a lot of moms that don't even get to do that, and they are, are I, so yeah. I never got to nurse Victoria,
0: and meaning like in a way where it would actually work. There was just like a very painful two weeks of what's going on, like crash and burn. And then there was one moment where she was like five months old she was crying, crying, she wouldn't stop crying. And I didn't know what was going on. And I was like, well, maybe I should try again. And I like tried to like stick my boob in her mouth. And she was like, what the actual, like, it was so frustrating. I was like, everything's broken. So yeah, that was me. Some words of encouragement. So
2: (laughs) I always say you are such an amazing mom for doing exactly what you and your baby needed in that moment. So it always like breaks my heart when I hear that. Um, mothers feel like they weren't enough or um, they gave up too quickly or whatever it is the reason that they built up in their head to make them feel not enough because in the end, our job as a mother is to keep our children safe, keep our babies alive, keep them happy and healthy and whatever that looks like for you is exactly what your baby needed. 100%. Whether you breastfed for and I say this all the time, 3 days, 3 weeks or 3 months, you're a milk maker because if you never were able to breastfeed, I know that there are parents out there that never were able to. And you know what? How amazing of you to recognize that instead of trying to do, you know, force something that isn't working for you and your baby and deciding, "Oh, this is what we need to do to keep my baby healthy and happy." And if that's formula, then That's amazing. Like it gives me chills to think like how amazing we have the ability to have formula. Can you imagine if we didn't have formula like back in the old days? What did they give them like sugar water or something? Like it was something crazy. And now we have people are so smart, figure out how to make formula. I don't even, you know, but to nourish our babies and be able to help keep them going. So I hope no mom ever feels that way. I know that my words probably don't 100% make you feel better but I hope that every mom out there just realizes I did exactly what my baby needed from me and that's what makes you a good mom
1: quick question what tips could we give the men out there right or your partners who are sometimes I feel like sometimes they get more embarrassed than the women when you know the book comes out on his breastfeeding time and some men like what what are you doing you know so I feel like they need to hear a little bit of of some words of encouragement too in terms of like how could they be supportive in this process
2: yeah so it's so important for moms to have that conversation with their partner right so a lot of the times moms will reach out and they'll be like, hey, like, how do I get my partner to be more on board? Or how do I get them to be more supportive? And it's like, well, have you had the conversation with? A lot of the times you can't just expect that your partner knows exactly what you're thinking or knows how important this is to you. So sitting down, having that conversation. And I also say too, the more you see of something, the more normal it becomes, which is why our account is so public out there. Like I post breastfeeding photos and videos all the time to kind of help normalize that. So I even have some of our community members will tag their partners in our videos to help get them to see like how normal this is. But having that conversation and sitting down, I remember with my husband, Pete, I sat down at the beginning and I'm like, look, I want to breastfeed. I'm going to be breastfeeding in public. If we're out at the restaurant, I'm gonna to have to feed the baby. How do you feel about that? And I think at the beginning, he was a little bit like, um, I mean, he never told me not to. Let's just say that he. But he was like a little weary about it, you know. Yeah. It can be yes, like he said, a little uncomfortable about it. But I think once I told him, you know, like if we're out and my baby's really our baby is hungry and she's crying, a stranger's opinion matter over our baby's basic needs. And I think like once I mentioned it that way, he was like, oh no, like you need to feed our baby. If she's hungry, she needs to eat. (laughs) Then he was on board after that. And then also just having the conversation of reminding him that's why we have boobs is, you know, they're just so sexualized, right? We think of boobs and it's automatically like even Instagram will sometimes take down photos and it's like they're there because they're supposed to, produce milk and we feed our babies from them. And when you dumb it down that way, sometimes you just have to for the guys. I mean, I did for my husband, once he started to think of it that way, he's like, oh, you're right. Like, this is great. And now he's like my biggest supporter. Now he's like, has my back 100% and stands next to me when I'm feeding. And I, I had to have that conversation too. Like if we're out at a restaurant, I want you to know that I'm probably really nervous to breastfeed in public. And if I have to feed her, Just because I'm doing it doesn't mean I feel empowered, doesn't mean I have all the confidence in the world. I could still be really scared. So when you see me feeding, can you come sit next to me or at least be by me so I can feel a little bit more comfort with you there? And a light bulb went off for him because he's like, I never even thought about that. I didn't realize. I just thought you were feeding. And so since I told him that, because you have to, you know, communicate with them. things. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Yes. From that point forward, he's been, when he sees me, even if we're across the room and he sees me feeding, he'll try to make his way over and come sit next to me to kind of help me fill that support system.
1: Amazing. So important. Love, yes. Love I love
0: that. Okay. So before we wrap, what is next for the Little Milk Bar? Oh my gosh.
1: And I but, think also, before we say what's next, like, can you, like, in a very quickly summary, tell us how this one item idea grew into this. All, all these, these things. things yeah, yeah. All these things. Thing. This. The, the tank top. Hands. She's about the tank top. She really wants the tank top. <laughs> no, what I'm saying okay. is I love to see how, I, you know, a mom has a dream, has a passion, has a need, number one, then a dream, and then how it becomes an actual reality and it's a very successful reality for you.
2: So we did the Milkmaker t-shirt and it sold out. And I'm like, oh, great. Like the world needs this. So I doubled inventory, put it online again, and we sold out in 48 hours. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. So then I'm like, what other products do moms need that are gonna help them feel empowered or less alone, or at least just help them on their breastfeeding journey. And then, so then we started coming out with new designs of t-shirts. And I remember actually going to lunch with my dad and he was like, why do people buy this shirt? (laughs) He like did not get it. He's like, what is it about the shirt? And I'm like, dad, it's not about the shirt. It's about what it stands for and what it means. And he was like, oh, okay. And then like, I started to get messages from moms who were like, I was at Target today and I saw a mom from across the room wearing a milk maker shirt and she's like, so I had to run over to her and we had to take a picture so they felt instantly connected. Mm -hmm. Or a mom who was at Starbucks who was, you know, sitting down nervously feeding in public for the first time and she saw a girl wearing our Mind Your Own Tits shirt and she's like, oh, now I know I'm in a safe space. So it just kind of turned into this whole community and like movement for moms everywhere. But... It started with t-shirts and then I'm like, what else do moms need? And I'm like, I'm just going down the list guys, I'm ner- reusable nursing pads. Okay. Let's bring those in house. The reusable nursing pads that you get everywhere, just have that ugly paisley print and they look like they're from your old grandma's. like." Um, quilting scraps and it's like moms want nice things too Mm -hmm. like just because we're breastfeeding doesn't mean we're old pilgrims who (laughs) want like (laughs) ugly stuff so I started to create and design things for moms who want to feel good about themselves and you know we kind of tend to feel like we're in this isolation like cell almost when we have a baby postpartum we're in our room feeding all the time or you're naked or you're just you just want to feel good you're sweaty. you're probably leaking all over, you probably smell gross. <laughs> so I started to do, you know, the reasonable nursing pads. And then we did the birth box, which is a really nice like robe and bath bombs for mom. Because a lot of the times after we give birth, people come visit the baby. They bring gifts for the baby and we forget about mom. And mom just went through, they say when a baby is born, a mom is born. And it's like, we need to remember her so, anyways, I just keep adding more problems. So then we did the Alibra. and the alley is—I think you guys are talking about when you see the tank—is it the one that unsnips? Or yes, unsnaps? so cute. It's a crop top, um, and we named that after my first daughter because—and I had my my second daughter, Frankie, just now. She's going to be one, and I couldn't find anything that I could sleep in comfortably. You wake up in a puddle of milk almost every night if you don't have nursing pads in, hmm. and so I'm like, I want something comfortable and. I think it connects so much with our community because it's more about what this community means. And it's also coming from a mom who's in the thick of it, who's creating these products while she's going through it. And I'm on the journey with everybody else too. I
1: love it. What's
2: next is, I mean, I want everything breastfeeding under the little milk bar. Like I want anything you can think of for breastfeeding moms. I hope we become a household name, one-stop shop because we're a brand that, cares. There's a lot of breastfeeding brands out there, but I feel like all of them are selling you a product, which obviously that's how you make money. But at the same time, I don't see a lot of them caring about their community or touching on pain points for them in a way that really connects and lets them know, hey, we created this for you because we know that you're struggling with this. One big thing is working moms that work outside of the workplace. That whole year after I had Ali, I went back to work after 12 weeks pumping for a year at work like and having to take three pump breaks a day and still get all the same amount of work done in the mm-hmm. same eight hours as everyone else, it was hard. Why is no one talking about that? <laughs> no other brands are talking about that. So the Little Milk Bar will one day be household name for all breastfeeding parents.
0: Anything you need, you'll be able to get it from us.
1: Hopefully. Yes. That's I love gonna it. Happen.
0: That's going to happen. I love it. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for being on our podcast. Thanks for this conversation. And thanks for the wealth of knowledge that you're consistently sharing on your Instagram. We're here for it.
2: Thank you for having me. I felt honored when you guys emailed me. I'm like, wow, I
1: love you guys so much. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, Lindsay. Esto solo es el principio. Porque lo mejor. Esto no se Lo más impactante ¿Por qué? Soy tu padre Esta mujer me robó Por favor, abre tus ojos Está por venir en ¡Paula! ¿Entendiste? Tu vida es mi vida De lunes a viernes a las 8 por Univision Y eso sí que amerita un brindis, ¿no crees?